What's up, friends? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Uh, what's up, friends in studio? Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, let's hop over and talk to Kelly in Mississippi, who is on the phone. Hey, Kelly, what's happening? Hey, yeah, I just had a quick question. Did Amy's psychic cousin guess the correct date for when you guys would get married? I don't know if she ever guessed that date. She did guess the engagement right, but I don't know if she ever gave you a... Listening back, Kelly, do you remember that specifically being a thing? Maybe, maybe not. But I know a lot of people on the Facebook page also were wanting to know as well. Yeah, I don't know that she ever guessed a wedding date. Yeah, because I feel like either way she would have reached out to me about it to be like, I mean, because she... She, you know, I don't know. I don't think that was a thing or we would have followed through with it. Just like on the, I forgot she had said that the the month you were going to get proposed. And then she sent me a note right away and was like, nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, I thought she got it wrong because my memory did not serve me well. Yeah, I just don't think she guessed the Mm -hmm. wedding date. No. Um, So, but we'll go back and listen to a clip and make sure we're not wrong about that. Okay. Hey, thank you, Kelly. On yesterday's show, we talked about a. A mom who waxed her five-year-old girl's unibrow. Yes. Remember that? And the yep. dad was like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lunchbox went out to talk to people, and you asked them what they thought about yeah. that. Yeah. Would you wa- Do you wax a five-year-old's unibrow to make her look pretty? But it wasn't to make her look pretty, right? It was I to mean, keep her from getting bullied. Right. When I read the headline, I was like, oh, absolutely not. But the five-year-old was asking the mom to get rid of it. So then because kids like, are making fun of it. What do you do? Exactly. All right, here is clip number one. Is it okay to wax it? I wouldn't because it'll grow back. I mean, she's young. So going, especially being that sensitive, the skin so sensitive, you don't want any irritation to it or to cause any. Yeah, but like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like a girl with a unibrow, like I'm... a five-year-old, like it's like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You, you don't want her to go to school with a unibrow, right? I know. It's almost one of those things you want to go to a dermatologist or whatever and see if it's not uh, like a mole. Okay. But for cosmetic reasons, don't do it just to like... Don't do it right now. Okay. I understand, but don't do it right now. Dermatologist, that's like rich people stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what a dermatologist was till like the last five years. Uh, here's clip number two. Wax it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Like... Well, if you had a unibrow, what'd you do? I would have one. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. Any, any, like, like, if she was walking through the store right now and you saw my daughter, you'd be like, you'd kind of look, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Have a great day. I appreciate <laughs> If I saw these dudes talking, I'd be like, what are they talking about? You walk by and it's two grown men talking about a five-year-old's unibrow. Hey, I appreciate what you did, Lunchbox. They may give you a hard time. That's okay. I appreciate it. Hey, that guy enjoyed it, too. I still stand by the fact that it's only hair. You cut her hair from her head. Why would you not take some hair off of her face if it's affecting her in a negative way? It's not ear surgery or she feels like she has a big nose. It's not anything. If she asked for it, which she did, right? And it's kind of like, yeah, that debate, too, of, like, what we do to our babies. Like, should you pierce, pierce their, their ears? ears. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> and I believe if a kid asks for something, they deserve it. <laughs> Anything. Anything <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get going with today's show. Uh, glad you guys are here. We got a good one today. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Okay. So, in a fun fast Friday off, I remember it's something Disney. I think it's Disney World. And how they only point with two fingers. And I know Eddie just went to somewhere Disney. Did they just point with two fingers? I want to know. I'm very interested. Thank you. Eddie, you just went to Disney World. Did you notice them pointing with two fingers? Yes, and I remembered the fun fact, so we tested it everywhere we went, and they are so good. Every single person had the two fingers, and I'd even go, where? I can't, where, exactly? And they'd be two fingers, that way. (laughs) You were, like, making them point again. (laughs) Yes, one more time. Where's the bathroom? Okay. Uh, Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. I've only been in my job for a couple of months now, and one of my coworkers has a disgusting habit, and it's driving me crazy. She flosses her teeth while sitting in her cubicle every day. Mm-hmm. I've seen her do it in the break room. I've seen her do it at the copier. I haven't been sure how to bring it up, but it's something she should be doing in the privacy of her bathroom or the bathroom at work. At this point, I've had enough. So here's where I'm at. Should I say something to her, 
or should I just inform our supervisor to make it stop? Letitia. I know what I would do, but I want you to go first, Amy. Well, I mean, I guess I don't really want to involve the supervisor. I know it's probably going to be awkward for you, but I wouldn't want to, like, go the extra step to get her in any kind of, I don't know, trouble, even though she's not doing anything wrong, but it is gross, and she needs to do it in the bathroom. So maybe you just subtly say, oh, hey, do you mind doing that in the bathroom? (laughs) I have the right answer. Oh, okay. What is it? Not even up for debate. What you do is you create a burner email account. What? Uh, like a Gmail. No, I'm serious. You create a, an email Here account. Here we go. Yeah. Like Frank Johnson, 64 uh, at gmail.com. What? And you send an email to her account and go, hey, uh, I sit in the office with you. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but if you don't mind, would you please stop flossing your teeth unless it's in the bathroom? But, hey, thank you. But then she's always going to wonder who the email is exactly. from and be exactly. like, Frank, yeah. there's no Frank Johnson that works yeah. there. You create a burner email account. Oh. It's it's the new version of writing a note and leaving it on the desk with, with <laughs> anonymous. You just create an email account and send it over to her email address. I mean, why not cut out letters from a magazine and slip Too it under her? Too much work. It okay. takes you 15 minutes to set up a burner account. <laughs> okay. So you just create a little email address. That way there's no awkwardness. Be like, hey, I don't want it to be awkward. I actually really like you, but you're flossing and it's grossing people out. So I just want to give you a heads up. And then she'll read it. Then she'll stop doing it. Never thought of that. The end. Hey, burner accounts solve a lot of things in life. No. (laughs) Good to know. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So that would be my suggestion. Mm -hmm. Don't go to the the boss. I I don't want to go to the boss. Like you said. I said don't. I said don't. It's going to be awkward if you go face to face. Yeah. So you create a burner email account and there you go. Or you go. Take her floss. <laughs> she oh, can't find floss. it. <laughs> like put it in the bag. And you think that's gonna stop it? She can always buy more. It costs a dollar twenty nine. I don't know. I'd be like, put a note. Be like, if you want your floss, you'll find it in the oh, bathroom. Oh, <laughs> that could be a magazine letters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That cutting out magazine stuff is so old school. Is that though. ransom. Yeah, is that? That is. Yes. I've, I've got your kid. Yeah. Uh, okay. There you go. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Let's go over and talk to Lori, who is in Ohio. Lori, thank you for calling. What's going on? Well, I was listening to your show last week, and you were talking about outlaws, country um, singers being outlaws. And I was just curious what that meant as being an outlaw, because you referenced Casey Musgrave and Tyler and not Eric Church. So I was just wondering what the difference was. Well, first, let's go back to the history of outlaw country music. That was just a marketing ploy. It's it's admitted. They put out a, they needed a way to market some people. And so they just do them all on a compilation album. And it's called Outlaw Country. And that was it. So to think that Outlaw Country was a bunch of people who were breaking the rules, it wasn't meant like that mm-hmm. to begin with. You saw the same thing, right? Sure, of course. Yes. And so, but then it became kind of synonymous with people who are like standing against the man. And Casey has a country record deal, but she was like, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do. Same thing with like Tyler Childers. I don't even think he's on a major record, a major, major label. Um, if you're writing songs with pretty normal choruses and you're on country radio and you're playing the game, just because you wear a cowboy hat and sing mean songs doesn't mean you're an outlaw. You know, I say now outlaw is people who are doing it in non-traditional ways and still doing it. People that are doing it in a way that everyone's saying, oh, that's not going to work. Yet it still works and cuts through. That's why I say someone like a Casey, who's a massive star, where she was like, you know what? The format just isn't treating me right, so I'm going to do what I want to do. And she got even bigger from it. Same thing with Tyler Childers, who's like, you know what? I'm going to live in Kentucky. I'm going to sign a big record deal. I'm going to make music. And he has formed his own. So that's why I would say those two are, by what people associate with outlaw country, (laughs) outlaw country. Cody Jinks is another one. Well, there are these guys now that are doing it in a very non-traditional way. That is my association with Outlaw Country. But you have to know, back in the day, Outlaw Country wasn't something where people they were like, oh, these guys are literal outlaws. They had their own label. The, yeah. <laughs> they had their own label, and they were playing the game. Yeah, it, it was very much a game. Now, some of those guys ended up getting in trouble. Like, Johnny Cash went to jail. Yeah. He had a lot of problems. But that didn't make his music Outlaw Country. I mean, Willie Nelson was a, a failed songwriter for the most part, a nerdy guy who decided to go back to Texas and he admits it. Yeah. And, and because he's like, I got to find a place and found a place there. And because he was coming from Texas, that kind of put, put him in that area. But that's why I say that, uh, Lori. <laughs> okay. I was just curious. Cause I remember Waylon Jennings, my dad used to always listen to them and like outlaw. And I thought, what does that really mean? 
when, when I was listening and you were saying, so now I get it. What it really means is there was a group, there was a, it was a marketing ploy. But did they fall into what people would consider outlaws a bit? Sure. They were rough around the edges. Definitely were rough know? around the so, edges. Yeah. But it didn't start out with going, wow, these guys are bad boys. We should make them outlaws. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a, you know, ob- everything's marketing these days. Uh, but that's why I compared, you know, those two artists with what people consider outlaw country now. Okay? I gotcha. Yes. Thank you for the explanation. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's how I now interpret it. Uh, people that are going against the grain and still are being very successful at it. So have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye, studio. Bye. Bye. All right, let me do one more here. This is voicemail. Mm, voicemail number six. Here you go from McKenzie. I'm so excited to have you guys back. I know you guys needed time, some vacation, to get married, but it's time, baby. Yeah! <laughs> that was my best Raymundo impression. Sorry, that was terrible. Okay, there you go. Um, thank you. We're, we're so happy to be back. At least I am. Let me mention this, too, that we will be in Syracuse on August 20th. The Raging Idiots, Eddie and myself, mm-hmm. our band, to uh, the State Fair. So you guys come out. Is it the 20th? Yeah, yes. it's the 20th. Come out. You just got to get a fair admission. You can come watch the show. It's going to be awesome, like 2 o'clock in the daytime. So just a heads up there. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Carly Pierce released a new song called Dear Miss Loretta featuring Patty Loveless. The song will be on her new project 29 Written in Stone out on September 17th. Here's a clip. Jackson's next single is You'll Always Be My Baby. He talks about why he wrote the song for his daughters. She wanted me to write a song for the father-daughter dance, you know, so that's where it came from. And I wrote it, and then I told my other two girls, I said, look, I'm going to write one song, one song, and all three of y'all can use it for your dance if you want to. I said, I don't want to have to write three different songs, so I've used it twice now. Thomas Rhett is still working on the second part to his album, Country Again, Side B. Well, it's still not done. We still have Side B left to go, and I thought we were done with that like six months ago, and I literally just went back in the studio to record six more songs for the second side of the project. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A Michigan sheriff's canine and his handler came to the rescue when a woman visiting a beach lost her wedding rings. Elsa Green wrote on Facebook she was visiting the beach when she lost her wedding rings in the sand. And you got to think, if it falls in the sand and you don't find it immediately, you ain't finding those things. Oh, yeah, it'd be very difficult. She said a man with a metal detector was unable to find her missing jewelry. So her friend walked up to the sheriff's office, which is really close to the beach, and said, hey, is there any way you guys can help us? Her friend was told there was nothing the sheriff could do, but... A different cop, Sergeant Brad Pelly, arrived with his dog, Doggo. Doggo sniffed out the rings. Huh? How did... Oh, Doggo, maybe he said... He was, there, sniffed... was there a crack in the rings? Yeah, well, maybe he. the dog <laughs> smelled the woman's hand. Maybe. And then went and searched for the ring. Crazy, the dog found the rings. Yeah, it's wild. Was there mirror one in oh. the ring? Uh, Elsa said that she'll bring Doggo some ice cream and thank him for his help soon. That's crazy that Doc could find a wedding ring like mm-hmm. that. All right, there you go. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, time for Riddle Me This, which is kids' riddles for the adults in the room. We call it Riddle Me This. Eddie, you are the riddle master. Oh. From last month. Oh, good. Good luck. Eddie, you'll start being the riddle master. Thank you. After I finish the question, you'll have 15 seconds to come up with the answer to the child's riddle. You're how old, Eddie? Uh, 42. If you don't keep me, I'll break. What am I? If you don't keep me, I'll break. What am I? Timer starts now. Keep me. I'll break. 
If you don't keep me, I'll break. What breaks? Rules? What am I? Break the code. Give me code. Break code. the code. Break the code. Wow. Yes. Uh, you're you're wrong. You will not be the riddle master this, this month. Do you guys know it? Yes. What is it? Promise. Well, oh, I didn't know we were yelling promise. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. sorry. That's much better than code. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie, you need them both to miss it to stay okay. in the game. All right, come on, guys. Miss it. <laughs> That's rude. Amy. <laughs> if a red house is made up of red bricks and a yellow house is made up of yellow bricks, what is a green house made of? Hmm. This is either green bricks or plants. If a red house is made of red bricks and a yellow house is made of yellow bricks, what's a green house made of? It's tough. I, I feel like it's like the, the yellow house is made up of yellow bricks, so the green house is made up of green bricks. But then is this a play on a greenhouse and it's like plants? I don't know. <laughs> I need an answer. Okay. Red house is made up of red bricks. Yellow house is made up of yellow bricks. A green house is made up of, I mean, because I don't know that it's made of green bricks. It would be green wood. Answer, please. Plants. Plants and glass is correct. A greenhouse. <sighs> wow. Why would it be green bricks? That's not a riddle at all. Don't know. <laughs> I was just following the pattern. <laughs> following the pattern. But it's a riddle. Following the pattern. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Ultimately, I answered correctly. Lunchbox. Yep. What word is spelled wrong in the dictionary? What word is spelled wrong in the dictionary? What word is spelled wrong? Oh, I got it. Wrong. Correct. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? W-R-O-N-G. <laughs> that is like, wrong. Eddie, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, you yeah. will not be repeating as Riddle Master. Uh, they both got it right. That was stressful. It's time for Riddle Me This. Amy, round two. Mm-hmm. What two things can you never eat for breakfast? Lunch and dinner. Oh, wow. She came out quick with that. Wow. That's correct. Wow. Lunchbox. It stalks the countryside with ears that can't hear. What is it? Oh, yeah. You want to repeat it or you want me to say it? Up to you, bud. Repeat it. It stalks the countryside with ears that can't hear. What is it? Corn is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Amy, riddle me this. You live in a one-story house made entirely of red wood. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what color would the stairs be? You live in a one-story house made entirely of red wood. It's a one-story house. There are no stairs. Correct. Wow. I tried to hit her with that emphasis on yeah, red, red wood. wood. <laughs> I was already, I mean, the first thing that came to my brain, mind was red. Duh. But, okay. Lunchbox. Yep. Miss Adams tells her neighbor that her son turns 16 today and that next birthday he'll be 20. How can that be? Huh? Miss Adams tells her neighbor that her son turns 16 today and that his next birthday he'll be 20. How can that be? Timer starts now. Miss Adams tells her neighbor that her son turns 16 today. And his next birthday he'll be 20. How can that be? I got it. Go ahead. Uh, he's born on a leap year. Correct. Wow. What? <gasps> what do lip, leap year people do? They just have a... They, the I, next I, day or the day before. Okay. The first most... In the, I have a friend who was born on a leap year, 29th February, I believe. He celebrates on the first. Gotcha. Huh. Yeah. Amy, a cowboy rode to an inn on Wednesday. He stayed two nights and left on Wednesday. How could that be? What? <laughs> a cowboy rode to an inn on Wednesday. He stayed two nights and left on Wednesday. How could that be? Oh, dang. I've gotten every single one so far. I don't know. Um, a, cowboy, a cowboy... A cowboy rode, rode to an inn on Wednesday. Wait. He stayed two nights and left on Wednesday. How can that be? Uh, oh! 
his his whatever he wrote in on the name of it is Wednesday. That's correct. Yes, his horse was named Wednesday. Wow. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Man. Lunchbox, riddle me this. I'm an odd number. Take away a letter and I become even. What number am I? What? I'm an odd number. I'm an odd number. Take away a letter and I become even. What number am I? Riddle me this. I'm an odd number. No, wait, say it again. I'm an odd number. I'm an odd number. Take away a letter and I become even. What number am I? 10, 20, 30. <laughs> odd Five seconds. Odd number. Take away a letter. And I need an answer now. And I'm even. Ooh. Um, one. One. Eddie, did you get it? Yes, I had it. What is it? Seven. Seven. Take away the S, it's even. Mm. Take the S away, it's even. Oh, dang. I, I should have. I was going up. I went 10, 11, 12. I should have gone 10, 8, 7. <laughs> okay. But you right. think you spell you're... seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, no. I was writing them down. Yeah. I was spelling them so out. You would have gotten it? Okay. I was trying to take Our away. riddle. What do you call them? Master. Our riddle master of. What month says? August. August. Yeah. <laughs> Lost, man. Is Amy. I'm the one that feels awkward yelling it. Well, as, <laughs> as the winner, you get to actually yeah. do the ceremonial riddle me this. Would you like to do it? However I want. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Ray, play the music, please. Or riddle me this. What? Suckers. Uh, oh, she added suckers to Interesting. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. All right, there's Amy. <laughs> Big winner. This is Harry from Montrose, Colorado. Good morning, Bobby Bones in the studio. And I'm listening to Dirks Bentley. Saturday morning, he's doing a great job while y'all are out. So say hey to Dirks and good job. And you all do a great job. Keep it up. Bye. Dirks filled in on the Country Top 30 while we were on vacation. I did a pretty good job. Did you hear any of it? Nah, I just say that. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. I didn't hear one single clip. <laughs> I didn't either. I uh, saw a video they made promoting it, but uh, I, I, I did a pretty good job. <laughs> uh, Coco Austin, who is Ice T's wife, are you familiar with him? Yes. She has revealed she's still breastfeeding their five-year-old daughter. Interesting. In a recent interview, she said, "Well, Chanel still likes it. She eats regular food, and she mostly requires being breastfed at bedtime." Coco, the mom, said it's more like a snack every now and then and bonding between the mother and daughter. Chanel, the kid, even weighed in saying, the boo-boo makes me sleep. <laughs> He's all talking. That's soothing, yeah. I, it's a girl. Or she's all talking. Yeah, it's a girl. <laughs> hmm. I mean, it sounds weird, but everybody, I mean, I've, we've seen articles of people that do it till their kid's eight. Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got four kids. Mm-hmm. What's your? Oh, I'm gonna remove myself from this. It does seem weird, but I never want to judge a parent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we stopped all that stuff when they were like, what three? I think was the latest we did breastfeeding. It's three. Three seems long. Yeah, but I mean, it's still under five. But I have a friend right now that still breastfeeds at, I think their child's almost six. So it's like one of those things where at first you're like, uh, this is so weird. But I, I know a person that still does it. So I'm going to have to say like, you know what? It's fine. If it works for them, it's fine. The, the fact that the kid can still talk and explain themselves while they're breastfeeding is very strange. It's also that just because something is weird doesn't mean something is wrong. Right. For me to see a, a kindergartner still breastfeeding, you're like, huh, seems a little, seems a little odd because not a lot are doing it. But you wonder back 200 years ago, were mm-hmm. kids breastfeeding at yeah. nine, 10 years old? You know, I have no idea. Yeah, but it is bonding time, though. I mean, that is true. It is bonding time for the for the mom and Can't the child. Can't really talk though. <laughs> I can totally talk now. You only catch up on the day while you're real that. stuff. Um, I, I just, it's hard for me to judge a parent. Because there, every, there are so many different parenting styles. Um, I, I can give a lot of great advice on marriage. I've been married a long time. Yeah, a long time. But I can't actually give advice on, <laughs> on, on parenting. Uh, let me play this voicemail. This is one that we got. This is Kelly from Richmond, Virginia. Love that you got married, and congratulations to you, Caitlin. Anyway, um, I was just wondering, how can we get a hold of a copy of the People magazine exclusive pictures? I've been looking for it in the stores around Richmond and can't find it. So I was wondering if you have any insight. I believe it is coming on. 
Oh, that's it? Yeah, it was in, is out. It had Ben and Jen on the cover. Now the new one has Luke Bryan on, who will be on the show Friday, by the way. But yeah, I think that has that has come and gone. But did I, you get a copy? No. Hmm. You can go to the store like like Taylor Swift buys her own CD at Target. Uh, we were on a honeymoon. Oh. They didn't have it in where you <laughs> were. Mm-hmm. They did not. So thank you for that call, though. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. Well, a plastic bag with air from Kanye West's listening event sold for $7,600 on eBay. That can't be real. No, it is. And like I'm people- just saying that can't be real. It just has to be a promotional thing where somebody put it up and they also bought it from themselves. Oh. Who's going to pay $7,000 for a bag of air? It wasn't even like a big event. It's Kanye's listening party for a record he won't put out. <laughs> Donda. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to come out two weeks <laughs> Thanks, ago. <Amy. laughs> yeah. And now it's coming out this Friday, supposedly. It's making me think I should have gathered up some air from your wedding. <laughs> oh, not a bad idea. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I'm not believing that someone actually paid that money for it. Well, it's like, this has been a thing on eBay since like 2015, bags of air selling. So I don't know whether the sellers are buying it from themselves or other people are just crazy. Bags of air are selling. I just think that's a way to promote. Like, okay, get a bag of air. Uh-huh. We'll buy it from ourselves, which means there's no money exchange. The news picks it up. We talk about Donda coming out Friday. There we go. That, to me, is what that is. But what do I know? There are ids out there. Hmm. All right, what else? Um, obviously, kids are going back to school soon, so I have a list of the things that parents are most looking forward to. And first of all, just getting kids back into social settings other than home. Pretty amazing. The whole family getting back to a normal routine. Parents are actually excited to being more involved in their you know, studies because we were homeschooling so much and we feel more confident with our skills, so we'll be helping more with homework, having more time to focus on yourself, and then, um, you know, not having to do things like school orientations. A lot of things are still Zoom, so we don't have to go in public, but we're still back in public. But your kids have been in school, right? Yeah, mine went in. Well, at the beginning, we were we were homeschooled. But but it's not like new for your kids to go back, I'm saying. No. They're like parents looking forward to it. I mean, you kind of already had that. But then it's been summer, so it's like a break. It's like a f- hopefully this year will be the year of like a little more normalcy. All right. We'll see. Um, and then I have a cool Kane Brown story. Like, you know, he has what ifs with Lauren Elena. And when he was performing this on stage in North Dakota, he brought up a little six-year-old fan, Taya, to sing it with him. Did she know the words? Oh, here we go. Is that her singing along? I hear the crowd. Yeah, the crowd singing, but she's right next to him. And I just thought it was like a sweet Kane Brown story of like, you know what? I'm going to choose this six-year-old to come on stage with me. Did she get a microphone or is she just next to him yelling? <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, do you give a six-year-old a microphone? Yeah, I mean, that might Risky. be a little dangerous. Yeah, I'm watching it here. She has a microphone. Oh, man. Yeah. And six years old, you know words to songs. <laughs> yeah. Although I'd have been paralyzed with fear, I think, at six. <laughs> with that big crowd in front of you? up there, yeah. All right. So it's like another, I came Brown, like sometimes he has this like tough exterior and then he goes and does super sweet things. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. A paralyzed bride walked down the aisle at her wedding. So here's the deal. Brittany Bedwell was in an ATV crash with her son. Her son, thankfully, wasn't injured, but she was left and told that she was never going to be able to walk again. Well, while she was in the hospital, recovering, doing all kinds of physical therapy, her now husband proposed at the hospital. They decided they were going to get married, and her goal was to try to walk down the aisle. And even though she was told she'd never walk again, after a lot of hard work, determination. She was able to do it. And now there's video of her walking down the aisle to her husband. But that was a very emotional moment. Oh, I'm sure. Like totally crazy. Mm, That is what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's a voicemail we got last night. Morning, studio. I'm heading off to college at Sam Houston State University next week. And I'm curious if you have any advice for college freshmen. Thank you. Yes, I do. Where do I start? First of all, if you you don't have to, don't take 8 a.m. classes. You want to get started, still do it at 9. It's tough, especially freshman year when you're adjusting. 9 should be the earliest class you can take, but hit that. Also, you're going to want to go out and have fun, right? It's it's a new experience for you. But what you need to do is make sure that you kind of set aside, okay, two times this week I'm going to go out and the rest I'm not. you got to kind of 
section yourself off, or you'll be out every night, especially as a freshman, because they have stuff for you every night, like getting getting ready. Oh, freshman orientation, freshman this, uh, rushing for fraternities and sororities. Like set set a number, get you a couple nights, a couple afternoons of fun. But you just don't want to get behind your freshman and sophomore years, or it's time to graduate and you don't have enough hours, and you're like, oh, now what do I do? So that would be my advice to you, Amy. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's solid advice. I took morning classes, and I can't tell you how many that I missed, like didn't show up for, and thought, I mean, there's just a real struggle. And I would say, don't. I don't know if you're one of those that's stressing out about what you you need to do, but like, do, if you don't have it figured out, because I didn't until like my junior or senior you got year. Got two years to figure yeah, it out. Like you're fine. Just like do um like a general classes or whatever some a lot of your electives you need to knock like out your basics you're yes. saying your basics there you go all right next up hey bobby congratulations on your wedding i wanted to talk a little bit about the garth brooks show and how my faith in humanity has been revised when we were there the crowd would not let us get down through the rain and i had my two young grandchildren there they were scared we finally got through there and there was a woman there that actually went and got them water and Gatorade. She also gave them each $30 to get Garth Brooks shirt. They were so excited, even with the rain and the cancellation. If this woman's listening, I just want to thank her so much. Thank you. Oh, Hopefully sweet. that gets to her. Yeah, It's amazing because as Raymundo said at that concert, it, t- it kind of turned into a cluster with everybody having to run out of the stadium. Yeah, we were fanning an old man. He was uh, having heat flashes, and so uh, everybody was doing their part to help out others. You were fanning an old man? <laughs> yeah, they rushed him over, wow. and they said, he's ha- having trouble breathing. Somebody start fanning him, and I just like took my hand and made a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we, I had no idea Ray saved you a saved life, saved a life. He's yeah. a hero. Yeah. Does Garth know this? Do you save a life at his show? No. <laughs> <laughs> Other people were doing it, too. It was a group of us. Did you buy him a t-shirt, too? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> that was cool of that woman to buy those kids' t-shirts, yeah. though. It's cool. Ray to save a life. Yeah. I think we're being lost here. <laughs> Uh, we haven't heard from Garth. He wanted to come perform his set in the studio. Ray, I hope that old man's listening. He knows it's you. <laughs> Let me just say this. Garth v. George Strait. This is always the, the, the debate. Mm-hmm. Eddie walked and raised how much money? Uh, lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> for, for foster kids, and George Strait didn't call us. Not this, one call. This could be Garth's time to come in and be like, I hear you guys. I'll come on up. And it'll put him over. Yeah. Well, um, Garth will definitely be put over. Even Amy, you'll have to admit. Yeah, no. there we go. Uh, George for life. No way. But I love you, Garth. Uh, okay, let's go over and do the morning corny. The morning corny. What do two Hawaiian volcanoes like to do? What do two Hawaiian volcanoes like to do? Make a lot. Lava. <laughs> Is that lava. after dark? Make, make lava. No. Make love. Make, make lava. Make lava. Make lava. Make lava. Okay, there you go. That was the morning corny. A new study says that New Zealand would be the best place to be if there was an apocalypse. And New Zealand's a, a, a big island. It's got, you know, lots of trees, plants, eat stuff, animals to eat, kill. People can't get over to you. You know? Yeah, it's not a bad idea. So it'd be pretty cool if you were in New Zealand because you could survive. But my question is, you get to build your team to survive by picking two members of this show. Who do you pick to be on your team? Amy. I mean, I'm going to go with the OG show. I'm going with Bobby and Lunchbox, mainly because I've been with y'all for 15 years. I feel safe with you. Bobby, you've convinced me that you'll survive the end of times. You say it all the time. I'm the first one to go, uh, and I get killed immediately. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like you study this stuff. And then Lunchbox is so good with like directions and knowing where he is and figuring things out. So Bobby and Lunchbox. Eddie? Oh, mine's easy. I'm going to go with Morgan number two. She's extremely tough. She's a fighter. If I need her to kill a wild boar, I think she could do it. I spent, uh, what, four days with uh, Scuba Steve while we were walking from West Virginia down, down to Tennessee. This guy's a survivor. I saw him out in the wilderness, out in the wild with me. So Scuba Steve and Morgan number two. Our team would kill your team. Uh, no. No, no we would I, show. Uh, yeah. Our, yeah. That's what you think. Scuba and Steve Scuba, drove behind you in a car. He was in a, in a car. fancy car. <laughs> yeah, a Hyundai. He had a gun and in he looked real tough. You want? He didn't never even shot a gun until. That's true, but when, when it comes to guns, okay. I'm probably the gunniest person here. I just feel like you're too type A that I'd want to be the leader. You're so not a leader 
Like, any, you're, you're the most type the B person. It's not the end of the world, guys. If it's the end of the world, I'm leading. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, not on my team. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. That's my point. I can't have you on my team. <laughs> Interesting. You're crazy. Our team. Y'all want to fight? Yeah. Our team oh against God. your team yeah. in the woods. <laughs> Domination. Morgan number two. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. It oh, it would just be, it'd be over. Morgan uh, number two would easily take out Amy. I mean, in I would one trade Amy for Ray. I trade what? Amy for Ray. What? Why? If I'm Why picking. am I getting traded? Well, I mean, Amy, I get that I formed the team. Yeah. I chose you. It doesn't mean you have to choose me. Yeah, that's, that's right. fine. Yeah, he could join Eddie's team. Ray, <laughs> me, you, and Lunchbox. No, uh, Lunchbox, go ahead. Man, this is tough. I, I mean, Bobby does his breaking Bobby bones, and he did Bear grills twice, so he knows about the wilderness. I like to think Eddie, but Eddie likes, you know, he has a fishing pole. He knows what he's doing, but yep. I don't think I would take Eddie because he'd get on my nerves. So I would take Bobby, <laughs> and Scuba Steve just seems crazy enough that we would survive somehow. That's right. Like, I, I don't know if it's just a beard. I don't know if he even has yeah, outdoor experience. Seem wild. But he seems crazy enough that we would survive. I don't know that he has the outdoor experience, but he does seem nutty enough to eat a tree. Yeah. I like just run up and eat a tree. <laughs> Try it first. Yeah. I'll get it, guys. Because <laughs> I feel like Eddie would just get, come to peace with, like, you know what? I'm just going to lay down here and uh, I'm just going to die. No, no, no. I wouldn't die. I'm a survivor, guys. I'm going to go with, if I'm picking my team, I'm taking uh, Raymundo and Scuba Steve. Yeah! <laughs> what? Yeah, we, we would dominate. What would Ray do other than lift weights? Yeah, what would Ray do besides tan? Ray strong. Ray strong. Listen, I've got the most outdoor experience of anybody, and I'm in pretty good shape and pretty smart. Ray is just strong. And Ray can do all the lifting. I do all the thinking. And Scooby Steve would do all the killing. No. I've got it all figured out. It's not bad. Wow, I cannot believe that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Who would you eat first? I mean, I guess I'm getting eaten probably. No, no, no. No, just in general of everybody here on the show. Who would you eat first? Uh, Mike D. No, he doesn't what? have enough. No, he's a vegetarian, so he's clean. Yeah, but it, it's either going to be Ray or Scuba because they're the biggest people, and so they have the most, you know. But Ray's, all, Ray's muscle. I only, yeah, I'm probably going to eat Scuba too. If you yeah. guys kill Scuba in the fight, I'm probably going to eat my teammate first. <laughs> eat Scuba. Yeah, I mean, I'd roast Scuba like a, a luau. You roast him? Yeah, like a pig. Well, you don't want to have a big fire because then they'll see the smoke <laughs> okay. and come at you. Do y'all know what it feels like to be the only person that didn't get picked? Oh. Amy, I didn't get picked either. Yeah, I picked you. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, no, right. I'm literally the only person. Except, like, well, if we needed someone to identify birds while we're out, <laughs> yeah, we would have you along. All right. Just, but into the world, Amy, is no. like either strength. Yeah, don't sleep on me. Okay. Strength or what? What? Strength or what? Um, so I have no, what's well, the next thing? Don't say do, it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amy, Outdoor like, experience, yeah. knowledge of the outdoors. I have a knowledge mm. of the outdoors. Wait, what's the next thing that you didn't want? Well, I thought he was going to say strength and smarts. I was. <laughs> I did. I, yeah. I'm but no, we only stupid. needed one. You only needed one person. <laughs> okay. Because I need Ray for strength and Scuba Steve for crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. And you have the smarts. Of course somebody's going to get their, their feelings hurt in this no, segment. Right. There she is. It's, a, if it's, it's an apocalypse that hasn't even happened yet. Yeah, but if it does, I know where I stand. That's true. You do. Paula's on the phone. You know what we're talking about on the show? Winning something randomly because Morgan had won free sandwiches for a whole year, and she's getting in a Taco Bell contest to win tacos for a whole year. Hey, Paula in Santa Fe, what happened with you? When I was 12 years old, I won a 1980 International Scout two four-wheel drive truck from K-Cub radio station in Tucson, Arizona. Wow. So I had to be the 10th caller with the right number, got my name in, and they picked my name. You were 12? I was only 12. It was before they had the rule, obviously, that you had to be 18 or over. (laughs) What the heck did you do with it? Nothing. My dad sold it, and I begged him to let me keep it. What? Um, But he sold it, and I didn't get to have it. Well, who got the money? I paid for the divorce. What divorce? You're the kid! Oh, My dad's divorce. Oh, no. That sounds so You're the kid! She won. Yeah, yeah. That's not right. Is it? I didn't know what I was signing when I went to the bank to sign over the title. Oh, I no, this no. gets worse. I've seen oh. this happen to Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> a lot of kids are taken advantage of by stage parents. <sighs> oh, no. Uh. Yeah, it was, I was a little resentful for a while, but I, I, I love my dad. We're okay now. <laughs> That's good. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, he, he took advantage of her. All right. Well, now I'm sad. Thank you, Paula. Uh, yeah, thank you. We're all sad. And then you brought it back up for her. She's like, now I'm mad again. <laughs> she, called, she called with it. <laughs> this one's weird. He's a med student, and you use cadavers to figure out how you're going to do surgery. You know what a ca- cadaver is? No, what is that? It's a dead, dead body. It's a dead body. Okay. Like donated dead body? 
Mm-hmm. Oh. You, yeah. Donated or however. I, listen, I don't know how you get to that. <laughs> doesn't matter. No yeah. questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see me asking a question. But they do work on cadavers so they can actually do it on, on you know, real people. Makes sense. And so he's in med school. They bring in a cadaver to work on, and it was somebody he knew <gasps> that had been missing. No. And he's like, I'm out. Can't do this. Left. Got sick even. Oh, well, yeah. That's it, oh, that wild. That is crazy. So I saw that story. I did want to play this, too, because I think this is interesting. Um, this is a voicemail we got last night. Hey, Bobby, read an article about what foods represent the state. And for Arkansas, they have chocolate gravy and biscuits. I've never heard of it. Florida is public sub. Way to go. I'd agree with that. And Tennessee is Nashville hot chicken. Just wondering what your thoughts are. For Arkansas to have chocolate gravy and biscuits makes no sense. There were occasionally a chocolate gravy and biscuit. I've had them. That what does it's that good. mean? It's chocolate gravy on a biscuit. Okay. It's fantastic. Chocolate gravy? Never yes. had that. But yeah. but it's not prevalent. You don't go around Arkansas and every restaurant's got chocolate gravy and biscuits. Now, if they would have said biscuits and gravy, I'd have been like, yep, makes sense. Or sweet tea, yep, makes sense. So I'm going to go with biscuits and gravy, but I don't think it's going to be chocolate biscuits and gravy. Okay. Amy, you're from Texas. What would you list the food? Um, Mexican? <laughs> Is that, is that a thing? Tex-Mex. You gotta, you gotta kind of pick one. Okay. Um, yeah, I would go with a taco. Oh, or something. It's not I'm bad. It's Tex-Mex. One. Yeah, like Tex-Mex. That's what I grew up on. Raymundo, what would Michigan be? Pasty. It's uh, basically a Thanksgiving meal inside a pie. They're really well known for that. A pasty. Yeah. Never heard of it. So inside of it, it's you know uh, turkey and dressing yep. and cranberry Carrot. sauce, yep. like, a, like a chicken like a pot, pot pie. Chicken pot pie. Exactly. Well, then, is it a chicken pot pie? No, it's called a pasty. <laughs> is there a difference between a pasty and a chicken pot pie? I believe the pasty's more hearty, and probably the chicken pot pie is more flavorful. I don't know. Chicken pot pie is pretty hearty. Then they're but, both the same thing we're talking about. Uh, Morgan, Kansas. I mean, we're known for growing wheat, but that's not like a food item. Wheat. No. Wheat. 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 Like, what? Wheat. wheat. Oh. wheat. Sorry. I don't think we're known for that. Wheat. Um, but I would probably say Kansas City barbecue. Barbecue is oh, a big yeah. thing there. Ribs. I wonder, though, if barbecue is, mo- if you had to pick a state that barbecue is known for. Texas. Texas, Texas, Texas for baby. sure. Texas. I would think Memphis and Tennessee. Okay. Different kind of barbecue. I, yes. I didn't grow up in Texas. You guys did, though. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so that's like, why you guys think about mm-hmm. that. And not growing up in Kansas, Texas, or Tennessee, I think Memphis and barbecue is the most known barbecue. But Kansas so, City is too. So should barbecue be Tennessee's since Memphis nah, is Tennessee? No, I think, I think Nashville Hot Chicken does it. I, I agree with that. And there's like 10 ch- hot chicken restaurants we can throw a rock to from where so we are good. now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scooby Steve, you're from Florida. They, they had mentioned... Public subs. Is that the supermarket chain? Yes, which is here in Nashville as well. I don't really think that's really big in Florida. For me, it's gator, like fried gator tail, gator nuggets. Is that something that they have everywhere, or is it just something you can get? You can get, and it's in a lot of restaurants it is. in Florida, especially Central Florida. We have a lot of gators there, so I would say that. So it's not weird to go somewhere like, oh, wow, gator tail. Not at all. No, it's very normal there. If I go to a restaurant in Arkansas and there isn't sweet tea, I get angry. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like this fake sweet tea either where they just pour sugar in a cup. What do you I mean? Can, well, can I get some sweet tea? Well, we don't have tea. We have tea, and you can also, there's some sh- there's Oh, some gotcha. Sugar That's not sweet tea! Yeah. There's a lot of fake sweet tea around here. Counterfeit sweet tea. What are you looking up? Well, I just pulled, I just pulled this out because it made me think of it. After my dad died, we were going through a lot of his stuff, and my dad like was in the restaurant business, loved to cook, and I guess in his free time, he literally made a list of every state and the food he thinks that goes with the state. Oh, what is this for cool. Arkansas? <laughs> for, uh, under Arkansas, he has fried catfish. Oh, Fair. yeah. We have a lot of catfish. Sure. Yeah. yeah wh- so, what do you um, put for Texas? Well, that's the thing. My sisters and I were thinking about uh, finishing the list for him because he got all the way to South Dakota. So he's missing everything from South Dakota on. So I think there's five, like Texas yeah. is missing and a few others. But he has every other state here, which I think is super special and cool. And I hadn't thought of it. So, so I'm glad she called this because maybe I'll complete my dad's list for him. Let's do Movie Mike's Movie Minute because he wants to give us a kind of review of Space Jam, which is out now, the new Space Jam. And now, Movie Mike's Movie Minute. Yeah, it's on HBO Max, so if you have it, you can watch it for free. It doesn't cost you anything. I love the original as a kid, so I'm fully aware that it's a kid's movie, but it's not that good. The acting is pretty bad. Like, watching LeBron James try to be an actor was painful to me. And there was one point in the movie where I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Even though it's cartoons. Even though it's cartoons. They don't even get to the Looney Tunes until maybe like 30 minutes into the movie. 
Oh, yeah, you got to hit Looney Tunes a little earlier than that. That's what it's all about, right? Are the Looney Tunes still as funny as they used to be? Not really. And I don't know if it's because I'm an adult now, but I don't even think kids really know who the Looney Tunes are anymore. So that was kind of weird. What do you give it? I give it two out of five basketballs. And do you say watch it or skip it? I'd say skip it. Even for kids? I mean, your kids might like it, but if you're going to watch it as an adult, just skip it. There you go. Thank you. You guys can check out Movie Mike's podcast. It's called Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A woman was walking through the parking lot and she looks down and there's a greeting card, you know, like a happy birthday or, you know, get well soon. She opens it up and it has $500 in cash and it says, Reverend Dennis. That's all she knows. And she's like, well, I could take this $500, put it in my pocket, and walk away. But nope, being the good person she is, she went online, posted pictures, and someone called her, and she tracked down Reverend Dennis. He had dropped the card. Any idea what the 500 bucks was for? Uh, the card and cash was a gift for the Reverend who married a couple, and they were just saying thank you, and it was their little thank you gift, and he just happened to drop it. Oh, nice. wow. Yeah. And I- People that drop a lot of money, that's weird to me, because I think I'd have been dialed in on that. <laughs> 500 bucks in cash. Should we have paid the person that married us, Caitlin and I? I mean, I don't think it's necessary, but there is like a tipping protocol really? for like weddings, and I know that that's in it. Like it's a gift. It's a. It's not necessary, but it's a gift. Because wow. I'm sure he was the guy who married us was Caitlin's music minister, mm-hmm. who's still very close. To, like like this guy's daughters were like one of Caitlin's best friends, and he drove over from Oklahoma and married us. His name's Jeff. I didn't think I had to pay him anything. Looks like you, you own 500. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so the standard is to make a donation, maybe to the church that you're getting married at or to the efficient, and the tip amount is anywhere from, you know, 100 to $500. Wow, yeah, 500 <laughs> And so shout out Gabrielle Perry. She's the one that returned it, but Bobby, you better get a card and 500 and put it in the mail. Some people say if it's a non-clergy person that's marrying you, you can tip around 50 bucks. That that, that sounds like (laughs) that's what we're going to do. All right. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone in Oklahoma City is Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Welcome to the show. Studio. Good morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I'm just following up. You were asking if you should have paid um, something to the preacher that married you and Caitlin. And the formality is, it's called an honorarium, and typically it's 100 to $200 for the person who provides a great service to your wedding, or even sometimes to a funeral you can pay them as well, but typically it's 100 to $200 to the preacher that married you guys. I asked Caitlin about this last night. We paid for their hotel room. It's a nice oh. hotel. That's very nice. Does that count for well, a couple they, nights? Well, they were coming to town to marry you. I would hope so. <laughs> well, I don't know what the rules are. Oh, okay. I feel like that part's given. I didn't know for sure, for sure that I didn't know the name and that you should do it. I've heard of people doing it, though. Is it, I wonder if it's bad luck if I don't. <laughs> Is oh, it if no. like every day I don't, bad things continue to happen. Can you still pay now? Is it awkward? I pay now. Okay, yeah. so send him a little check check. Melissa, thank you for that. Melissa, thank you, Nick. I don't have a checkbook. Have you guys? <laughs> yeah, no, I do. My wife. Venmo him. <laughs> I didn't know if he had Venmo. Yeah, I'll, I'll check. I, I don't have a checkbook, though. You don't? No. Oh, man, I have uh-huh. some old ones. So I still write bad checks out of them because I, I can't. I don't know what check works, and sometimes I have to write a check. It just happened to me again, like last week. Somebody reached out. My check bounced. I'm like, my bad. Do you do it on your typewriter? <laughs> no, but the people are asking for a check. Bobby's Big Stories. Well, where do we start? Uh, an assistant principal from Brooklyn fought off a coyote with a stick on a Massachusetts beach after the animal stalked her for around 10 minutes. Oh. Oh. Marcy Sturless was walking on Race Point Beach in Provincetown last Thursday when she says coyote snuck up on her, getting within five feet. Two fishermen filmed part of the ordeal. Hey, help her! No, 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 they got their phones out. <laughs> Were they, like, in a boat? Yeah, look at this, Tom. <laughs> Two fishermen filmed part of the ordeal and were able to finally make the coyote run away by banging an oar on the side of the boat. Okay. Okay. They helped. They did help. But they probably propped their phone up and then helped. <laughs> Got to get that first. Yeah, two nearby fishermen saw what was going on. Um, her boyfriend called her and said, hey, 
if there's a coyote, is what you do. Take your stick out and just keep swinging it around so it doesn't attack you until somebody else can help. And I guess that's what the fishermen did. Wow. They beat their that. oar. That's crazy. Uh, next up, the authorities in Victoria, Canada, shut down a drunk driving checkpoint early recently because there were too many drunk drivers and they didn't have enough personnel to handle them all. Oh, my goodness. Wow. They had that's to shut scary. it down. Yeah. Victoria police shut down an impaired driving roadblock earlier than they wanted to because they didn't have enough people to actually arrest people and check people. The roadblock near the corner of Yates and Wharf Street was shut down around 2 a.m., about two hours after it was set up, because cops were just too busy. Too many people were coming through drunk. That is wild. And finally, a pair of New Jersey parents... Yeah, or adjusting to a major change. A pair of parents, though, sounds weird. You would think that's two different sets of parents. Yeah, just, just two, say some two parents. people, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just parents. Yeah. I need to go talk to this writer. <laughs> confusing me. Um, they had identical triplets Whoa. at a Pennsylvania hospital. I guess triplets don't come identical. Well, I've, seen, I've seen three people that look alike before. Remember, three identical Sometimes, strangers. Though, they are. That's true. Sometimes, yes, that's that's on TV. That's <laughs> <laughs> the world. We we're all blown. Our minds are blown. I guess I was asking if, if most triplets are born identical. Ray, you and your brother are twins, but you're not identical. Correct. We are called fraternal. <laughs> and you don't look alike. Not at all. He doesn't even look like my brother, much less my twin. Who on the show has, has a twin, too? Anybody else? Uh, no, Morgan number one, she had a twin. That's right. Yeah. And My sister has twin boys, and they're identical. Yeah. Impossible. They're from the same egg, sharing the same placenta with three separate amniotic sacs. It's so rare. There are hardly any case studies on it. Estimates vary, but the odds of having identical triplets have been said by medical experts to be one in 200 million. Wow. That's a lot. But Amy saw it on TV. With you, so <laughs> apparently it's happened on every street corner. I know those three guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. On the phone, it is Amanda in Tennessee. Amanda, good morning. Hi. How are you? Good morning. Good. How are you? Doing pretty good. What's up? So I was wondering about how you say coyote because I noticed you said coyote a few times and I've only ever heard there was a couple that my husband and I were friends with and they would say coyote coyote and we always kind of like privately made fun of them and I'd never heard anyone else say it that way until I just heard you say it so I was just wondering if that's like a regional thing um did that couple that, that you were hanging out with did they also grow up hillbillies like myself I don't know if they're hillbilly. They're from Virginia. Probably. <laughs> um, I, it's, yeah, it's a regional thing, I'm sure. I don't even see the word coyote. I guess if I'm talking about Roadrunner and coyote, but growing up rural Arkansas, and we had coyote, coyotes, coyotes, whatever you want to say. We had them, they were all over the place. So, yeah, they were just always coyotes more than they were coyotes. Do you guys hear it funny when I say coyote? Nope. Yeah. No, I guess I'm used to it. It's not normal to me. You're used to it from me? Yeah. Huh. But you... From you, yes, but I'm like, I don't know why you call it coyote. I thought you were just being lazy. <laughs> coyote? Because it's shorter than coyote. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to get the e. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a regional thing, Amanda. So uh, you can you can okay, make fun of me I if you want. <laughs> All right? No, no, I like it. <laughs> All right, see you, see you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, here's a voicemail we got last night. This is uh, voicemail play number four, right? Morning, studio. I just wanted to, number two, to not post her boyfriend online. Please keep it private. Don't subject him to these crazy people that are out there that are going to judge every single thing you do. Enjoy your love. Enjoy your life. That's all that matters. Love the show. Morgan, number two, has a boyfriend. They went on a road trip for eight days together. She has not posted him online yet. You, th- you said you may, though, when you came back from vacation, you decided not to. Yeah, I, I mean, we had such a good time and everything's going so well that I took your advice and was keep it as private as long as possible. And I'm rolling with that as long as I can hold out. So if it had been a crappy time, would you have posted them? Well, oh. we probably would have broke up. Okay. You know, I mean, if a road trip doesn't go well, that's where you learn you don't like each other. And we, you know, obviously learned that it went well. What do you think it will take for you to post him? I don't know. I mean... I think when all of the craziness subsides, because right now everybody's like stalking to find him, and I'm just not. I ain't never gonna stop about it. We're talking about it. Um, I know. Okay, but I, I have changed my stance on that over the past years. I would have said, "Go public, hold tight." There's a story about a Waffle House in North Carolina. This woman's working overnight. She's watching her kid, country star, order some to go. Tips fifty bucks. Finds out her story. Goes back. 
and tips a thousand bucks. Now, we've been trying to research it. I've been people try. I see people trying to research it. I texted Luke Bryan yesterday. I was like, "Hey, is this you? You want to hear his answer?" Yes. Because yes. I don't think Luke would lie to me. He might. Yeah, because but, it's but been Luke, clear. Luke and I are friends outside of just him coming on the radio show, and he'll be on the show Friday. Go, go ahead, Amy. Well, that's a good point. Like, I didn't think about how the per- yeah they may lie because clearly they didn't want it to be known. And if he would have said, hey, here, I'll just read you his message. Hold okay. On. I said, were you the mystery tipper? And I linked an article that said, famous country music star leaves a $1,000 tip for Greensboro waitress who was working a double while caring for her daughter. He goes, he said at 11.25 a.m. yesterday, it was not, but that's a great story. Okay. Winky oh. face? <laughs> yeah. No wing fingers no. crossed. If he would have said, "Hey, but don't say anything," right. I would have never brought this For up. Sure. Mm-hmm. Is I, I don't think okay. he would lie to me. No, right. it's okay. not him. It's I not think Luke. he would just say, "Hey, yeah, but, but don't don't, say, don't anything. say anything about it." Because I would respect that. I got so many secrets I'm holding. <laughs> um, and then we had a listener tip us off about Clay Walker, saying that Clay Walker was in the area. And so, oddly, I ran into Clay Walker at the Opry last night. Because he was playing. And so... How does that go down? Can I ask you something, Clay, real quick? I, well, I texted him. I texted him first. Oh, that's right. I texted him here at the show. I was like, do do Clay Walker, what's up, buddy? And he, I said, hey, were you the mystery tipper? And he goes... He didn't respond at all in the daytime. So I see him at night. I'm like, you can't respond to a text. He goes, sorry, I didn't have my phone all day. And he said, listen, we all try to do stuff like that, but that wasn't me. Hmm. Huh. So it wasn't him. Listen, if that was Luke and he's lying to me, <laughs> he ain't coming on Friday. We're banning him from the show. But I don't think it was Luke. Uh, Mike, what did you find out? Because I think people online think it's Luke, right? Yeah, that's what I keep seeing. Somebody said it was Luke. There was other clues about it, but... Like what clues? Apparently, when the waitress posted about it, she said something about most people are good. But did she say some people... Oh, yeah, the song's not I some people are good. Most people are good. That song with some people were good. That sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was very uplifting. That she alluded to Luke Bryan, so that was the rumor. Is there a chance he's lying to me? No. He wouldn't lie to you, dude. Like, he would straight up tell you, hey, man, don't say anything, but yes. I you mean, have that I relationship. guess, Eddie, uh-huh. we can't act like we confidently know he would never lie to yeah. Bobby. <laughs> I feel like I, I can confidently say that. I like that about you, buddy. I, oh. fe- I feel that way. <laughs> All right, parent confessions. Eddie, you're up first. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, mine's mine's easy. So uh, I've been really on this thing for like three months now where I love these uh, drumstick ice creams. You know, they're like ice cream cones. They're so good. And I go to the grocery store, and I buy them. I put them in the freezer. Next thing you know, I go to get one, and the kids have ransacked the freezer, found the ice creams, and they're all gone. But they leave the empty box in there. So I'm like, you know what? This is the last time they're going to do that. I went back to the store, and this is like a couple months ago. I've been doing it for like two months straight. I get a new box. I leave the box, the empty box that they left in there, and then I hide all the individual ones behind vegetables and and like frozen fruit juices and stuff <laughs> like that. So they'll never find it. And they think I haven't bought ice cream in two months. And guess what? Daddy's got ice cream for two months straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm pretty good. And I feel bad about it. I do, but at hey, the same time, don't it's feel like, bad. It's fine. I want that ice cream. <laughs> Yeah, and they eat it all. It, adults should have ice cream more than kids. For Thank sure. you. That's a, yeah, you're a great parent. <laughs> uh, Mandy and OKC, you are on the show. Uh, welcome. Tell us your parent confession, Mandy. Every morning we stop at Starbucks, and my kids scream for a cookie, and I tell them that I have text ahead, and they are fresh out. <laughs> mm, fresh out of cookies. Oh. That's a good one. Eddie ain't got no ice cream. Nope. Starbucks ain't got no cookies. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. <laughs> All right. Uh, how do you feel? Do you feel guilty for that? No. They just waste them anyway. Exactly. I'm going to tell you guys when you call if you should feel guilty, okay? Oh. Eddie, you should not. Thank you. Mandy, you should not, Okay. Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I know. She really needed that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mandy. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, Diane in Pennsylvania, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. Diane, what's going on? What's up? What's up? <laughs> How's it going? It's going pretty good. You go ahead. Um, when my kids were little, I convinced them that their birth certificates were their receipts. And if they didn't behave, I was going to exchange them for kids that would. Oh. Dang. Hilarious. That's, that's hardcore. Wait, that or. Their birth certificates were receipts. Okay. And she's going to take, well, yeah, because you have to take them back with the receipt. Yes. It's just like when you. Return an I mean, item. Unless it's Nordstrom, you take it back with the receipt. 
What are you going to say? I don't know if that caused any sort of insecurity as adults. Doesn't matter to me. It's funny. You should not feel guilty either. Like kind of feeling like you're always on the verge of getting sent back somewhere. Mm. Hey, some kids need that. Okay. Okay. Hey, and Diane, how old are your kids now? 16 and 13. And are they pretty well adjusted kids? They do all right. Goodbye. Yeah, thank you, Diane, for the call. Hope you have a good day. That's funny. Wait, do they do they know yet that it's not a receipt? They do now. They're in the car with me. Oh, uh, they're just learning. <laughs> All right, bye, Diane. Uh, let's go over and talk to Lori in Ohio. Hello, hi, Lori. Hi, Bobby. Go ahead. I saw this online years ago, and um, it was around Christmas time. A lady had three kids, younger ones. She had all their presents wrapped, and she had there at the side a whole bunch of presents that were fake. And every time that they were bad, she could throw one in the fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, you know, Bobby, Amy, boom, and throw them in the fireplace. And these kids would have a meltdown, but they were good all the way up until Christmas. What do you think about that? <laughs> That's so funny to me. That's fantastic. I mean, it is. That's until, great. I mean, is it any it worse isn't. than getting a whooping? No. <laughs> no way, man. That's and not good. that I'm a big whooping guy. I get whooped all the time. Who? I don't even have kids yet. But when I do, I don't know that I'm whooping my kids. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> but is it any worse than a whooping? I don't think so. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, some stuff's such a fine line. Like, each kid is so different. That's what I've learned being a parent is, like, I guess in my mind, I always thought you can kind of do the same thing. It'll be effective on both kids at the same time. But it's just not. We parent ours completely different now. So one of them might be traumatized by presence in the fire. (laughs) We have some parent confessions. And on the phone right now in Chicago is Audrey. Audrey, thank you for calling the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Nothing. Morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. So my parent confession is when my kids were little, they're now 25 and 27, we used to tell them that they couldn't get sugared cereal. We would go on vacation and they would get Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But when they came home, they never could get that. Mom, why do you only buy Cheerios or Kicks? healthy stuff. And I said, they don't sell that in Chicago. And at about eight, I was taking my daughter to the grocery store with me. And she got so mad at me. And she goes, why did you tell us they didn't sell this in Chicago? We could have had this all this time. And they still get mad at me thinking about it, how I shortened all their years of that sugared cereal. (laughs) You shortened their years. Hey, only on vacation do they sell sugared cereal. I like that. Hey, thank you, Audrey. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, One more. Let's go to Audrey in St. Louis. Audrey, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Oh, it's Ashley. I'm sorry. Ashley, sorry. Go ahead. Hi. Good morning. Morning. I was uh, calling. Well, my confession is I have a almost six-year-old and an eight-year-old, and I tell them that all the fun things like arcades, movie theaters, bowling alleys are all closed during the week and only open on the weekends. (laughs) I mean, teaching some bad business for later in life, but yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And so they never wanted to do anything during during the week, but they knew. On the weekends, though, would you have to sometimes take them to these places, though? Yes. My youngest is turning six on the 14th, and he said he's really happy that his birthday is on a Saturday. This <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, no. uh, that's funny. Well, thank you for the call, Ashley. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. Congratulations. Thank you. See you later. Next week, I've been told, we're going to put up a contest on our website. We're going to send some listeners out to Bobby Fest, where it's the Raging Idiots. We're going to send you to our Wichita show, our festival, Raging Idiots, Russell Dickerson, Maddie and Tay. We're going to find a local opener. We have side stage. But at bobbybones.com. Right, Morgan, next week? Yep, it'll the, be right up there, and people can enter to win. And what all they have to do is like sign up. There's yep. no trick. We don't spam them, nothing. Nope. All they do is go put in their information, and we send them an email if they win. Do you promise we don't spam them? I promise. Okay. She promised. I'm gonna t- I don't know. I don't take it. I'm so scared of signing up for anything anymore, but I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to sign up for it. It's, uh, no, you're already going to be there. But I'll take the flight credits and send <laughs> other friends out there. All right. Uh, BobbyBones.com. Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. 
This story comes to us from Tokyo. Olympic sprinter Sharika Jackson is from Jamaica. She's in the 200-meter dash, and she's getting third place, going to win a medal. About 40 meters ago, she starts jogging, celebrating, and two runners pass her. Oh, really? She didn't see them? (laughs) She didn't see them. She pulled up, and here they come, and she just lost. What did her (laughs) face do when they passed her? It was, uh uh-oh. Oh, man. Uh-oh. I mean, because she Did thought... Did she think she was that far ahead that she could jog it out? <laughs> yes. I mean, she was so far ahead that she could jog it out, but not that slow. And she pulled up with about 40 meters ago and just kind of slowed down. And the two girls on the outside passed her. She loses. I didn't see that. Oh, that's I didn't cool. either. Uh, I see a lot of them looking at the screen, you know, yeah. in front of them. And so they get a gauge of who's behind them. But right. I guess she and didn't. I think she looked at the screen and they, her coach even said she just misjudged how fast oh. they were going because she was looking at the screen, slowed up. They pass her. Yeah, when like- I was playing college football, I would play wide receiver. I'd catch a pass and I'd run. I'd be gone. And I'd look in the screen to see if anybody was catching me. And then I would start celebrating, if not. And I'd sometimes high step in the end zone. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Dion? Yeah. <laughs> No, you did My college football days. It never existed. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Eddie said he went to the mall yesterday. You went to the Apple store? I did, yeah. And so now they're saying you have to wear masks to get into that store. Mandatory. So it's kind of weird to just look around and see everyone in the store wearing masks again. Because, I mean, I was, I thought those days were done. Yeah. But, no, they were hardcore about it. I had to wear masks to travel. You have to wear masks at the airport, so that's never not been a thing. I don't mind wearing masks. I don't think that's like the government trying to hide anything. I think it's literally them going, hey, if we put masks on your face and you cough, somebody else wearing one and they suck in. Totally. Odds are all that cough's not going to – I mean, it's annoying to wear masks. <laughs> I don't like wearing masks, but I'll wear a mask. I was at the Opry last night and Garth had one on. Really? I did not. I was working. I was doing TV stuff, and Trisha – was inducting Carly Pierce into the Grand Ole Opry, so Garth was just there supporting her. And but Garth was really the only one wearing a mask. And he was maybe there were a couple of others, but most people weren't wearing masks. But I was like, dang, if Garth wears a mask, I should wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't when I'm on camera, but he was, you know, what he says he is. You know, and so like Seattle's Garth show just got postponed. The Nashville Garth show got postponed because of weather, but the Seattle one's because of COVID. And now they don't know if they're going to be able to schedule the Nashville one back, that stadium show, or have any other ones because of COVID. Wow. So it's just kind of reemerging in a significant way again. Um, I have two friends that were vaccinated but got COVID, but it was very light on them. And they were thankful they had the vaccination because of that. So, hey, listen, I leave this show every day and get vaccinated. Again. Every every day. That's yeah. how much I believe in it. Well, mm-hmm. I get the shot every day. I just trade arms because my arms stay sore right. all the time. All right. Uh, that's what's up. Hope you guys have a great day. Amy, what's up with you today? Today, we're we're trying out introducing the dog and the cat again. Mm. We haven't had some, anything super successful, so we have a new plan today. TBD. <laughs> what about you? Apparently, there's some sort of massive podcast festival in town. And it did not even know until I looked at my calendar today that I'm speaking at it. Oh. At 1230. Oh. Or something. It says podcast movement panel. I don't know what like that person? means. Like in person? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go to that. You're air checking talent. I'm what? You're basically going to be like a PD and you're going to air check podcasts and kind of give them criticism, constructive criticism, try to help them out, give them advice. Oh, Fine. wow. <laughs> a PD, by oh, the way, is, is like Pro- someone who runs a radio station. <laughs> Sorry, a program yeah. director. Yeah. Uh, what am I going to tell them? Uh, I don't know, but that sounds fun. You get to wait, rip apart so their to, podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's on my calendar. I didn't do that. And then, uh, but yeah, I'll do that. I don't know how long it's going to last. I should do it in a mask and mumble the whole time <laughs> so nobody gets our feelings Can't hurt. Can't hear you. <laughs> uh, Morgan, what's on the podcast today? Well, we shared the show members we'd choose for a team if we were in an apocalypse. Yeah, you get to pick two members from the show. It's an apocalypse. Who do you grab from the show to be on your team? All right, what else? Everyone shared the popular food item from their home state. Okay, and? And Mike D. gave us the lowdown on the new Space Jam movie to see or skip it. Which, by the way, the food item from my state was really dumb they put on the list, so I altered it. But you can hear that all in the podcast. Search for The Bobby Bone Show wherever you podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, friends. Yeah. Bobby Mr. Bobby Bones.